Let the universe hear what you want this year so you can have it. Welcome to the Create Your Best Year podcast with your host, Clara Angelina Diaz Anderson. In this podcast, we help you to find and receive what you want this year, give you tips, stories, and interviews of what others are doing to create their best year. Welcome. Hi, Vaughn. Thank you so much for being on the Create Your Best Year podcast. How are you today? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to see you and catch up with you. We Here we have Vaughn Marie. I'm going to have her introduce herself, who she is, what she does in the world. Um, and then I'll get to tell y'all how I, how I met her. Vaughn. Hello, everybody. My name is Bon Marie Monis. I am a woman of many talents. Can I say that? Is that too yes, much? Yes, you are. <laughs> then yes, you can. So I am um, the owner of Bon Marie Co., which is a wedding and event planning business. I recently founded Latinas in the South Coast, which is a um, it's a community organization for Latina professionals in the South Coast area. And my nine to five job, um, I'm a program manager for Entrepreneurship for All in the South Coast. And your mommy. And, your and mommy. I'm a, oh, how can I forget the most important job in the world? I'm a mommy and a wife. I have two beautiful children, Olivia, who is 11, and Ethan, who's six. Um, both kids on the spectrum, um, but they are wonderful and best job ever. Yeah, I mean, the most important job. Um, so, fun fact, Von Marie married me, married my husband and I, and it was so awesome. I mean, I, I when I was catching up with Vaughn, I said, Vaughn, we are happily married. <laughs> it's probably good for you to know that we are yeah. happily married. And I met Vaughn because we were both um, leaders for an organization that helps women. I don't want to say the name of the organization, but we were um, we were both like one of the very few women of color in that room. It was like at a conference and I was like, oh, her over there. What's <laughs> Yep. I look for them and I collect them and I was like, wait a minute, I got to talk to her. Um, and as you can hear, Vaughn is a woman of many, many talents and she's doing amazing things in the world. And I've been following your your journey and I mean, I, I'm very intrigued by kind of how we went from... So, so this organization that we're not going to name in this podcast, because this podcast goes worldwide, um, focused on helping women grow their businesses. And, um, and while I was very excited to be part of it, and I brought on other leaders, and we were helping, you know, women with, with their businesses, there was something missing, um, in the in the way that the organization honored people of color 
And, and I noticed that and I reached out to Vaughn and then we had a conversation about it. I left the organization and then I see Vaughn is like starting something similar, not exactly, but tell us more about like kind of how Latinas in the South Coast came to be. So I, um, you know, representation really matters and it wasn't mm -hmm. only in this group that I felt underrepresented but you know it goes back to like high school you know I was one of I think there were other there was four of us when you can count them mm. there were four of us that were you know of color and three of us that were you know Hispanic so you know I always felt like some people feel like they have something to prove I always kind of like clammed up and just like okay nobody look at me like no hablo no no you know so mm -hmm. i kind of just like really just went into a shell when i went into college is when i started to notice more diversity and i was like okay okay i can definitely do this i can be myself um so you know fast forward becoming a business owner i really didn't have a lot of um kind of a direction of where to go. I kind of just started the business. I found this organization and I was like, wow, this organization speaks to me. I'm a mom. I'm a business owner. I need help. But just like you, I kind of started noticing these things and the people were great, but I just didn't feel like great intentions. They, they had great intentions. They this had great intentions that we're not going to name. Um, yes. Um, great intentions, but right now between intention and impact. Exactly. So for me, it just, you know, it just wasn't working out. Um, and I left. Um, I didn't start Latinas in the South Coast until 2021. Um, I think the pandemic really had a lot to do with it as well. Um, because finding resources for us, people of color, it became a lot harder. So I wanted to start with this networking group, you know, get the women together. Let's talk about struggles in the workplace, struggles as, I mean, you're Dominican too. So, you know, the struggle of having like a Dominican family is very real. Um, but how do we kind of just come together and be a support system? You know, I wanted to find my tribe. So I started with that and slowly but surely we're getting into actual resources if someone wants to open up um a business how do you do that you know i want to be that person that they come to where i can give them the resources um and they can be successful in their own way so that's kind of where we are now i love it so you you um you're taking your experience and your passion and kind of creating something that works for you. Like, I love what you said. You, you know, you said, I'm, I was looking to create my tribe, to find my tribe. Mm -hmm. So you decided to create the space for those tribe members to come and get mm -hmm. support. And also for you to, to be supported Absolutely. as well um, in your business. So that's really cool. So like, what are some of the things that like, so like, what is the, what is the mission of, South of Latinas in the South Coast? So our mission, well, first, I want to create this kind of ecosystem of Latino women here in the South Coast. 
and my, I used to say three to five year goal, it could still be a three to five year goal, um, is to have this group be really mission driven, meaning, you know, there's a business downtown Taunton, Spanish speakers, there's a Hispanic owned business, and they need something like um, marketing. So I want to provide that I can go into my Rolodex of these women, provide marketing at a you know, pro bono or low rate. So this is where like, do I want to be a nonprofit? This is where that comes in because obviously I want people to get paid for their time. But I also, you know, sometimes people just need a little leg up to kind of take their business to the next step. So that's, that's, that's where I ultimately want to have Latinas in the South Coast. Oh, so be almost like this wraparound business service mm-hmm. that's at a low cost. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe like different tiers. Okay. And and maybe like some form of directory of some form, mm-hmm. some sort of service provider, Latina, Latina service providers that can just support each other. Exactly. That's beautiful because that's not um, in existence. And if it is, I don't know about it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's That's the problem too. Yeah. And I saw that you've also done some like really fun events. I saw that you did something with like Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So what what was that? So last year, for Hispanic Heritage Month, Starbucks in North Dartmouth had reached out. And now we have one in New Bedford, but, you know, North Dartmouth is, they, they're just great people there. Um, so she, the store manager had reached out, shout out to Nicole and the crew, Starbucks, North Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had reached out to me and she said, hey, are you planning to do anything for Hispanic Heritage Month? And I was like, mm, yeah, okay, sure, I am. Why not? So um, they were gracious enough to, I mean, she literally said, whatever you want. She just wanted to support. She wanted to help out. So we had um, an author, Yolanda. She wrote L is for Latinx, which is kind of like an ABC book, but filled with people in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, um, oh, why am I? drawing a blank my kids watch this movie all the time Encanto Maribel mm-hmm. I had Maribel there so she like was playing with the kids and that was a lot of fun um Starbucks pulled out like their you know Spanish coffee and was giving out free samples so it was just it was a lot of fun and it was great to feel support and um to be able to support other businesses you know so that was a lot of fun. So we're planning another one this year. Bigger. Nice. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I've been I've been looking out for like stuff that you're doing to see what I can I can join in. But that is very nice. Like just to to see, you know, these efforts to like bring people together and like you really don't know where it's gonna lead. Right, like mm-hmm. I have this mission, my why, right, which I can see it's like my why is I want to bring Latina women together in the South Coast because we're sparse <laughs> all, all over the place and like we don't know where to find resources. 
I mean, I'm the one who's constantly like at the YMCA bulletin board looking for, mm-hmm. like, oh, what, what's going on? Um, and so to have like some form, some central place that that is really cool. Um, yeah, and it's it's not so I'm I am working on the website still, but on the mm-hmm. website there's going to be that business directory that is going to highlight the the Latina women um, and their businesses or the profession or organizations but then we're also going to have just all Hispanic businesses in the area so it'll be easy Mm. to find that's really really interesting do you are you familiar with um I'm going to name two organizations that I'm a part of um Amplify Latinx yes yeah and United Latinas United Latinas no So, um, you know, I'm always thinking of, like, who, who else is doing similar to what I'm doing and how I can, how we can collaborate. Um, but these two organizations, um, Amplify Latinx does a lot around, I mean, you said you're familiar with Amplify. A, a little bit, yes. So, you know, they, what they are, they're doing is helping to raise political power, the political mm. power of Latinos. So they do different things around um, helping to make us aware of um, what our political power is, you know, really motivating people to vote. Um, anything that has to do with like running for office um, for Latinos, right, that they're the organization and it's statewide. Um, and then United Latinas is Think about like what you want to do, what you want to build, but on a national level. Okay. Um, and so I just mentioned them because you know they might be good. I can't help but give resources. Two things, but um, but I think that's really wonderful that you're doing that because I, you know, me living in the would would my town be considered South Coast? Yes. Yeah, right. I anytime I see anyone who speaks Spanish, I get so excited, and my daughter's like, "Mom, are they like a new student of yours or something?" <laughs> because I get yes. so excited because we're so far in between. Um, yes. So I'm I'm super excited about it. And so the and, um tell me about your wedding. How how's how's it going? Because I mean, you married me, and I know you've been doing other stuff, but like, how's that going? It's going great. It's really steady. Um, 2020 was actually, believe it or not, one of the um, busier years mm-hmm. for me. Um, you know, just people trying to make sense of it, you know, rearranging, moving things outdoors or to a different state. Um, so it's been great. Um, I, I love that I can make my own schedule and take on as much as I want. So I'm really happy. I'm very comfortable in saying, you know, you're not my client. So, you know, this is my pricing. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for reaching out, but take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm in a really comfortable spot with my wedding and event planning. That's awesome. So you have your wedding and event planning, you're building your organization, you're also growing as a leader. So I know you're in a in a leadership program that you, you told me about. 
um, and then you're a mom. And so my my question is always like, how do you balance? How do you balance it all? What does it look like? What does a typical day look like for Vaughn or a typical week? A typical day. Oh, so luckily the kids are in school right now. So mm -hmm. it gives me a lot of time to do what I need to do during the day, you know, with my nine to five. Um, my husband, he was working full time for a company. And um, once I got into this program manager role, my schedule, we knew it was going to be a little hectic. So he kind of stepped down. Um, he's working part time now, which is fabulous. Um, teamwork, you know. Teamwork um, makes the dream work. Absolutely. So I was just really fortunate that he is supportive of that and allowing me, you know, <laughs> side story. Um, when he first met me, I was like still very shy. Like I've always been proud of my culture being Dominicana is like a, I might as well have been born there. I was born in New Jersey, but yes. um, I'm just so very proud, but I wasn't out loud proud. Like I didn't want people to look at me. I already have red hair and freckles. Like that's just weird okay so um you know now he's kind of like you know it's we've been together for like 13 years so he's like I have no idea who this is but I will tell you you're so much more confident and you're unapologetically you and it shows and I'm like I don't know if that's an insult but I'm gonna take it as a compliment thank you <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so just balancing it, you know, having a supportive spouse is very important. Um, and he actually was the one that told me like I was doing too much work. So, you know, when I'm home, I try to put away the phone. I literally, I just set it down. I don't look at it until the kids are in bed. And so then I work on my stuff you know, um, and I've been really good about, you know, I probably do from seven to midnight. I do some other work and that's not every day. That's just depending on what I have going on. Um, but the real trick to the balance What's is the just real trick, Tell the me. real trick, Google calendar. I schedule everything out. I really yes. do. So I even put like, Listen, you're going to work on lit soco things from, you know, seven to eight. You're going to work on, if I still have some things to do for e-for-all, e-for-all stuff, you know, nine to 10. So I just really schedule myself that way because I, first of all, it's good for me because I'm like, okay, this is what I still have to do. But it's also great for balance, just honestly. I mean, these are like really really awesome and i want to dive into them like what does a woman need in order to thrive in living out her mission mm. so it takes that balance that we just talked about it takes that um but it's also recognizing when you're doing too much making sure that you are truly taking care of yourself because you know that happens to me all the time i just want to do all the things i get so excited of everything and i got sick like probably like two months ago and it was nothing like serious it was sore throat you know it wasn't covid but i it like it took me out for like two and a half weeks and that was because i was like okay i feel okay yeah i feel better i can talk now i'm gonna get back into work no <laughs> no i needed to take like days off and so knowing when to do that is really important. 
um, taking time for yourself. Like I love getting my nails done. I go get my nails done. Like, don't bother me. You know what I mean? Like I just need this 45 minutes to an hour to myself, go get my coffee, you know? So I, I schedule time for myself in there too. Yeah, and those are, these are all like, I mean, so easier said than done. But when oh, you're in the hustle and bustle, right? And then what you said is like this recognizing when we're doing too much, especially for us women of color, it's like, I swear we have a chip in us that mm-hmm. like, you got to keep working, you got to produce. There's this mm-hmm. like, and I, and I still, like, I mean, I've done a lot of healing work on, on this, but, like, I still feel it in myself where yeah, it's, like, my productivity is connected to my almost, like, self-worth. It's, like, ill to mm-hmm. say. I mean, mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, we, it's, I, I think it's a chip in us. It's a chip in our DNA. Um, yes. Coming from our African descendant I mean our African ancestors that shit like you gotta you gotta produce um Mm -hmm. but these everything you mentioned is like I mean these are great wins like having boundaries having a supportive boundaries Mm -hmm. um like really being in a relationship where it's really teamwork Mm -hmm. my goodness I mean you like life goals (laughs) it's really what that is um and managing your time like knowing you know and having mm-hmm. some form of a balance um seeing it like laid out I mean I I, I also live and breathe and die by my google calendar so mm-hmm. um if it's not on the calendar it's probably not gonna happen. it doesn't exist <laughs> exactly um but like when when did you start to like realize or, or start to recognize for yourself like when you're doing too much mm-hmm. how does how does that happen for you so in my 30s early I'm still in my 30s but in my early 30s like as soon as I turned 30 and my second child at that point and that's kind of like when my mind started to shift like I felt like there was more to life than what I was doing and you know it's not like I wasn't you know, it's fine, you know, but it wasn't, work, I wasn't more, more to life than work. More to life. Yeah. Like, I was so back then, this was before I started my, my business. So, you know, I was working, my husband was working full time. I had two kids. I was working part time at Starbucks in Haverhill. Oh, well, we left on good terms. So it's fine. I was like, oh, can I mention? <laughs> Shout out to Haverhill. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just felt like, I, and it sounds, it sounds really cliche, but I just felt like I was, I had a bigger purpose, you know? And I think we talked about that actually, because I met you after that revelation. So in my thirties, I'm, this is, I'm going into my 37th year. Hold on. Am I? Yes, I am. <laughs> so that was not the, finding, you know, remembering my birthday is not top of mind um but I think once I hit like my mid-30s and once you hit your mid-30s things start to shift like your body I was like okay I gotta I gotta do something differently you know so it's it's kind of like listening to your body definitely um really putting things into perspective like what's important to me being here for my kids you know being able to 
enjoy time with them out in the pool, enjoying just time sitting, watching TV, enjoying time with family. Um, just, I think shifting my perspective was really, really kind of, you know, when I sat down with myself and I was like, okay, what's important to me? I think that's really when I started to put these things in, into action, not just talk. Cause it is easier said than done for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when I, as you're, as you're speaking, I'm, I, I love when I, when I interview people, I think about um, the, the life of a human being, right? So mm-hmm. the teacher psychologist kind of in me is like, okay, so you went, when you went from like early adulthood to somewhat like mid adulthood, they say you start to develop higher levels of conscientiousness. So you started to then look at your life and say, wait a minute, there's more to life than just producing things. There's like mm-hmm. just being, right? Mm-hmm. And like I'm allowed to like be and enjoy life. Um, yeah. That's that's beautiful. That is a that is a sign of a healthy um, human being. And I I mean I I love you. Um, narrating this because it really resonates with me and I mean every every child um that I had that I've had my my two kids really brought on another level of awareness for me yes um yeah and definitely like wanting to be there for your kids like wanting mm-hmm. to raise like decent kind human beings really mm-hmm. requires the presence of a healthy caretaker. Mm-hmm. They need their mom. Um, there's like no way about, I mean, around that, at, at least yep. at the level like that I know that I want to raise my kids. Um, yep. So I love, I love hearing that because it, it resonates with me a lot. And this whole making time, making time for yourself, making time to, even if it's just 45 minutes um Mm -hmm. just recharge yeah like i think you know um like you say it sounds cliche and we hear it so much but i think that we can't hear it enough um from women at different levels right you're like you're an example of someone with two children on the spectrum a wife has a full-time job has a business is still doing things to develop to evolve and grow and you're still saying, and I'm taking time for myself, you know, and like, I, I don't think we can, we can't hear that enough. Um, and so I think it's, you're, you're such a wonderful example Vaughn, of that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I mean, and, and you keep on pressing on and like evolving and showing us how it's done imperfectly because. Oh, thank you. We're all doing it imperfectly. <laughs> Um, some of us are just like a little further along in our mission, but we're, you know, like, I think the important thing here is to be on a journey, to be on a conscious journey to fulfill your mission. And, mm-hmm. and I think that you, you're doing that. Thank you. And it's not, it's not just, you know, fulfilling the mission and helping others through my work, but it's also making sure that my kids are set you know, that generational wealth, like everything that I'm doing, I'm like, okay, how can I make this easier for them? Because my mom was so hardworking. And then, you know, she 
my parents were divorced, but she found a great man. And he's been with us for over 25 years. You know, my stepfather and they both worked very hard to give us things. Like I did more traveling than my husband. And my husband was like, you know, his mom had a great job. You know, my mom, hustlers, both of them. And I love that, but I also want to make sure that I'm setting my kids up so that they don't have to kind of do the same or go through the same struggles that I did and that my, my parents went through, you know, cause it was a struggle. <laughs> it, it was a struggle. <laughs> yeah. When, and, and you know, Ron, when you say that, you know, cause I'm, I'm totally about that too. Like really setting, like, what am I, how, how can I be a good ancestor now? Um, and how do I set, set things up for my kids too, so that they have a easier and they have more choices and more access. Um, but when I, when I, when you said the word wealth, right, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely doing all the things with the financial advisor, but I wonder if you, um, like kind of what your thoughts on, are on, um, also like setting the example for them, right. Of what it looks like beyond like having the money set up and, and mm-hmm. all the accounts and all the things, um, you know, other forms of wealth, mm-hmm. like, time wealth, um, mm-hmm you know, and health and, and joy. Um, mm-hmm. like, Definitely, that's very important. So, you know, in the spirit of this podcast being called the Create Your Best Year podcast, I'm curious to know what that means for you and what are you doing to create your best year? Um, so creating my best year for me is being brave enough even when I don't feel like it or like, I don't feel like I'm brave enough or like, I feel like I'm just this tiny little thing that nobody's going to care about what I say or do. I think it's just making sure that I still go for it. You know, I, there's other people and you made a great point. Like what, how can I be a good ancestor? Not just that, like, how can I be a, a good ancestor, but also what can I do to help others like in the community, you know, especially the Hispanic community. Um, so just being crazy enough to kind of get out there and do it is kind of how I'm creating my best year. And like, there's no, I, what's the worst that can happen? Someone says no, then I just keep it moving. You know, it's just, it's just how it is. So that's kind of how I'm, I've been working towards that. Being brave and crazy enough to get out there and make a difference and do mm-hmm. what you do for the Latino community. Yeah. And just, I don't believe in, you know, being invited to the table because some people just invite you to the table because of what you look like. Um, I believe in creating my own table. Mm-hmm. If nobody wants to invite me, then that's their loss. Vaughn, you know, I, I believe in creating my own table too. And I believe in taking those tables and putting them together, putting them together. and creating even bigger tables. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I want to thank you for what you're doing in the community and just, you know, being your smiling self, um, you know, while you're, while you do everything that you do, um, you know, know that you are inspiring people, you're inspiring me. And, um, I thank you so much for being on the, on the create your best year podcast. Thank you so much. And you keep doing what you're doing because you're, you're out there doing things too. <laughs> 
I I do I do and and um and and I do my best to do it from the best place. Um, yeah. But thank you, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the work you're thank doing. You. Um, and I will have um all of Von Von's information. So if you need um a wedding or event planner or someone to marry you um uh, with some good energy and some good juju. <laughs> Oh, but also if you want to learn more about Latinas in the South Coast, um, I'll have all of um, Vaughn's uh, social media links so you can follow her and support her um, and tap her um, for all the wealth of information and knowledge and talents that she offers. Thank you. Okay, friends, thank you so much for being with us. To learn how you can create your best year, get the book, take the course, and learn more, visit clarifying.com. That's C-L-A-R-A-F-Y-I-N-G.com. And remember, let the universe hear what you want this year.